Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez is here, and today I have the privilege of hosting Michael Peretta. He's the founder of Docket.Care, first place winner of ONC's Move Health Data Forward Challenge. Docket partners with HHS, CTO, CMS, and other public health agencies to expand consumer access to personal and family immunization records. Currently, Docket is live in Utah with upcoming rollouts anticipated in California and Minnesota. Previously, Michael volunteered as a judge for CMS's $1.65 million Artificial Intelligence Health Outcomes Challenge and has served on the U.S. Core Data for Interoperability Task Force. Michael is a Mount Sinai Innovation Fellow and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Philosophy from Boston College. So we're going to be diving into immunization and the, the challenges there and the opportunities that are on the other side of unlocking uh, solutions to the challenges. So uh, privileged to have you here, Michael. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Saul, for having me on the show. Absolutely. So before we dive into Docket and the awesome stuff that you guys are doing with what you've built there, tell me a little bit about you and and what inspires your work in healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm just a, a young digital health entrepreneur. Um, I think what really inspires me to work in, in this space is that there's just so much potential in the U.S. healthcare industry. So even if we focus on just improving one small aspect of healthcare delivery, my team and I can make such a huge difference. And I think that's really meaningful to me. It is so meaningful. And you guys are hyper-focused. You're, you're working on immunization records. So tell us a little bit about Docket and how right. you guys are offering value to the healthcare ecosystem. Absolutely. So uh, very simply put, Docket is making it easier for consumers to access, manage, and share their personal and family immunization records. So in the United States, immunization records are aggregated in state databases, uh, which are typically closed off directly to consumers. Uh, So what's special about our app is that it simplifies the process of authenticating users' identities in order to access the record. Um, So from an administrative standpoint, we're eliminating the burden of faxing requests to health departments. So you might think about trying to re-enroll your child into school every year, or every few years you need to produce proof of of immunization. Um, That typically involves calling up your PCT, remembering which provider gave my uh, son or daughter their shot. Um, They would have to then fax a request to the health department. And and that creates a huge administrative backlog every back-to-school season. Um, And then from a public health perspective, we're encouraging better immunization adherence. So there's evidence to show from the end published by NIH that access to a digital copy of your up-to-date immunization record will improve in immunization adherence by 30%. And then from just a consumer from parent perspective, we're making it so much easier 
um, <laughs> to re-enroll during back to school season or summer camps or travel or starting in, you know, starting college or starting a new job even. You know, and, uh, and the thing that I love about, uh, come on, you guys are listening to this and I know that you've had a hard time with your records. <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere, right? And I was, I was talking to Michael before our podcast and I was telling, you know, basically confessing to him that, I mean, where is my stuff? And even today, I mean, I have some stuff saved in a file on my desktop, other stuff saved on a hard drive and some stuff that's probably in a file. <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's a problem that I know is true across the board. And so there's the digitization of it and then there's the application to help, you know, optimize workflows, whether it be signing up for school or, you know, whatever, a physician exam, compliance. All these things are, are important. Talk to us about what makes you guys different and better than what's currently available. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to touch a little bit about patient portals in, in a second. But before I do, sure. one of the things that, that makes us unique in this niche space is that, and when I say niche space, I mean direct access to immunization registry, um, is that our app is state agnostic. And we're actually scaling our services to, to even more states through a first-of-its-kind central hub that will tether together multiple state immunization registries. Ultimately, too, we'll be the first consumer app very shortly when we, when we onboard our second and third states that will actually aggregate immunization forecasting from different states. So you can get one clear record and immunization schedule by aggregating those different immunization records if you, if you move from, say, California to, to Utah, for example. In terms of user experience, consumers simply download the app. They'll just log in with Google and search their records using multi-factor authentication. So that's just so much better and easier than having to um, onboard into a tethered patient portal that might be affiliated with your healthcare system, and then hoping that that your healthcare provider has the most current immunization records on file for you. So this is cutting out the middleman, so to speak, and it's just easier to onboard so many more people. And then given our unique product design and the way we authenticate user identities, we have a very high patient match rate, especially with our, our target populations. So hopefully more exciting news to come. Yeah, you know, and the question that comes to mind is, so you're saying that immunization is actually already out there, like the data is collected by government agencies. By signing on to your app, am I able to see all my stuff? Yeah. So to answer your first question, immunization records are, in my mind, treated differently than other types of health data in that they are aggregated at the state level. So many states require by law that healthcare providers report um, certain types of immunization to the state. These state immunization registries are called immunization information systems or IIS. Um, and they're they're, in most cases, they're totally off limits directly to consumers. That's not necessarily by, by law, but it's um, the, the way the IT landscape yeah. is structured. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, something that's aggregated by the state. And then the second question is, so let's just say somebody listening to this right now says, interesting, you know, I actually don't know where my tetanus shot record is. They sign in. Are they going to find it? Yeah. So let's take the state of Utah, for example. So we reached out to because that's where you're at, right? Like that's where you're at now, and then you'll you'll slowly kind of expand. Correct. So okay, gotcha. Is, this is live in Utah. It'll be visible on Utah.gov late in August. Wow, that's uh, there cool. are a few. Thanks. There are a few um, hospitals in in the southern regions of Utah that are actually distributing it to parents leaving the L and D with their new baby. So it's just the easier way to keep track of their immunization or their upcoming shots. 
But in the state of Utah, for example, you would download the app, sign in with, with your Google account or create an account with your email. And once you authenticate using multi-factor authentication, you'll see all of your different immunization records um, grouped by status. So you can see all the shots that are overdue where you need to take immediate action. Um, you might see some shots that are due right now. For for example, if you have a kid who's an MMR booster mm-hmm. that's due between September and November, you'll, you'll see that date range there. And then you'll see everything that you've received plus information about where you receive those shots if you have that information available um, and when, when you, those were administered. Um, for the first time ever in the state of Utah and then in other states that we're working in, you can also get a PDF copy of your official proof of immunizations directly in your app, nice. in the app. So yeah, it, it's um, in Utah, we're planning on using it for proof of COVID-19 vaccinations in the near future, hopefully. But for parents to, to re-enroll their kids, they simply text or email that PDF to their kids' schools. Wow, that's really neat. Is this type of record and consumer access available anywhere in the world? Yeah. So there are a few states that do support consumer access already um, through their own portal. So I know, for example, New Mexico um, has some sort of web portal that that consumer can log into to see the records. Different states do have different statutes and requirements or, um, that dictate how how they could implement an application to support consumer access. So that would be different security thresholds or different types of proxy access, you know, age requirements and things like that. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's very neat. And, you know, you mentioned COVID and understanding who has that immunization. I think that's a, a really important thing to have handy. And so what would you say is what you guys improve through this? You know, what outcomes are you improving? What business models are you making better? Yeah, that's a great question. We always like to create value. That's definitely the most important um, mission driver for us. So with Docket, for parents, parents no longer have to keep a scorecard of their children's immunizations. Um, that's something that we found when we did user testing that a lot of parents were frustrated with losing their their uh, children's immunization reports and things like that. So um, the app itself will alert users to upcoming or overdue shots. And for the first time, Docket gives users immediate mobile access to their official state-issued immunization certificates. These are um, those forms that are really difficult to come by and require a lot of faxing between providers. And then parents would simply text or email that PDF immunization certificate to their kids' schools. So we're, we're hoping that this will be something that'll make, that'll improve immunization adherence, will we'll make the burden a lot easier for parents and health departments and providers. And then ultimately, down the road, we're hoping to make it even easier for the app to to schedule visits or for, with your doctor to get those shots um, when, it's not, when they become due. That is so neat. So you have hospitals that allow vendors to go in, say, to cover cases, you know, orthopedics, cardiac, and these vendors are, are coming into the hospital. They have to meet certain immunization uh, requirements. And so the way that those are managed, you guys, I imagine, can make it so much more efficient for them. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great point. So one of the things that we're, we're looking into with some health insurance providers is that we would help their uh, their members be more compliant with their immunization here, uh, schedule. So that's um, immunization adherence is definitely something that healthcare insurance carriers um, get graded on. Um, and I think that's an area where we can make a, a big difference. Yeah, that's uh, awesome, man. It's making it easier, you know, just those things that involve the faxing, like you mentioned, if there's an easier way to to administer it and track it and keep on top of it, 
why not? You know, and, and so as you guys have built the platform and have gotten your first state on board, what would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced and, and maybe a key learning that came out of that? For sure. So there are a ton of different people that have to be involved to make this thing a reality. That would be from partners in the federal government, that would be part of the state government. Um, we've been working very closely with the Network for Public Health Law to make sure that we everything that we do is correct and in line with state statutes. Thankfully, the biggest setback that we've had, even after months of legal review, was actually just getting the final sign-off from information security in the state of Utah. But mm-hmm. ultimately, everything cleared and we were able to get everyone on board and we were able to, to press on. Um, but as we continue to expand into more states, we've We've collected a checklist, so to speak, of everything that made us successful in Utah and want to make sure that we clear everything up front before we we break ground, so to speak, in in the upcoming uh, states where we have planned rollout. Um, That would be, I think, the biggest lesson learned and way we can can make our implementations even faster going forward. And yeah, so I, I think that would have to be it. Sure. That's a good lesson. And as you guys think about scaling to the rest of the country, what would you say from the project and what you guys are doing, you're most excited about? So what I'm most excited about is hearing feedback from our, our end users. We continuously reach yeah. out to them, mm-hmm. engage, you know, how, how was this, um, what are your thoughts about our product? Was was it helpful? What would you change differently? And we've, we've heard a lot from users that, wow, I, I didn't realize that I had, um, I was due for some shingle shots. I didn't even know that mm-hmm. existed. Or, you know, I, I lost track of all my, my kids' HPV vaccine. Um, and this is really helpful. So hearing more positive feedback, how we can actually make a difference is, to me, very rewarding. But it's just been completely wild watching Docket grow. I've, um, I'm just excited to see more user adoption. You know, after working so hard to prove ourselves, um, this is so rewarding to see this exponential organic growth start to take off. And as Docket expands, we'll introduce more functionality to engage, engage users, like um, where we have plans to gamify the app, so to speak, collecting badges for immunization, and then streamline appointment booking, like I mentioned, for booster shots. Um, our hope is to collaborate with the states to also beef up immunization reporting, too. So there's something, there are things we can do on the other side to make it easier to collect data for the states and then make that data available directly to consumers. I think that's great. And it's definitely exciting. So I'm right there with you. I, I wish I lived in Utah right now. <laughs> or I yeah. wish your app was in Illinois. <laughs> so coming from, I'm, I'm based in New York City. I don't, and um, I'm in my 30s and all my other friends in their 30s. None of us have kids yet or we're just starting to have kids. And we're not used to having big families. And Utah is a great state to roll this kind of thing out too because you can see the, the families that sign up. They have all their kids to it. And, and I think it's a really great proving ground for us. It's been so wonderful working with the state of Utah and all the stakeholders there and the, the school nurse associations and, and the school districts. And I think we're really blessed to have found great partners to 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 really kick off this adventure and it'll be exciting to take that that momentum elsewhere. Yeah, that's for sure. So if you're in Utah and you're listening to this, docket.care. But if you're not and you're curious, check them out anyway. They'll probably eventually be in your state too. Um, so, so Michael, this has been such an interesting interview and I appreciate the insights that you've shared with us. Why don't you go ahead and leave us with a closing thought and where the listeners could get in touch with you, maybe even at the state level, right? If there's some interest there and they're listening, uh, what's the best way for them to engage? For sure. So Docket is just our way to help advance public health outcomes, but we're really truly inspired by so many other digital health entrepreneurs who also don't shy away from tough problems. So this podcast, I think, 
for example, really brings to light all the amazing stuff that's going on in digital health. And if you're interested in our work, please drop us a line at info at hellodocket.com. Um, our URL for our website is docket.care, D-O-C-K-E-T dot C-A-R-E. But you can email us at info at hellodocket.com. And you can find our other contact info and our social media on our website at docket.care. Love it. Listen, uh, just uh, an incredible opportunity to get rid of paperwork and faxing and have access to your immunization. How about that? So, uh, Michael, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you so much, Saul. It's been a pleasure. Hey everyone, Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.